Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Woo! That's right, and we're still yeah. playing Mega Man 11. 11. It's so good. Yeah, well, I was about to say, recap up to this point. How are we feeling on it? Hot, cold? I'm feeling hot. Hot, baby. Ooh, that's right. Let me get over there and give you a touch. And ooh, guy, you're on fire, dude. Yeah, don't don't touch me for too long. That exposure so, will burn ya. I was going to say, my, my hand got first degree burns even just for a second. Yikes. If I go any further, I might get like 12th degree burns. Is that a thing? I don't know, but I feel like you can make it a thing. <laughs> gonna burn your soul <laughs> something burns your skin but some people burn your soul <sighs> anyway i think this is a good game too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let's keep going into it we have two more bosses we want to get through today yes i think uh let's just jump into it with fuse man oh yeah not to be confused with elect man and every other electricity based boss right this one is just fuses. Yeah. And it's like a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, breaking the tradition of all Mega Man bosses by being a man. Yes. Because <laughs> as we know, all Mega Man bosses are normally just squares. Right. Or like They're giant sentient squares. More like cubes. Oh my god, that was awful. What's going on? I, I, I'm gonna, I, I think I could do better on that right. one. Want to re-record it? Um, no, nah, well, you know what? Let's just keep going. Maybe you could help me out here. I'm tossing it to you. What, what do you think that should have been? Instead of squares? Yeah. What, what, should make, what are the Mega Man bosses normally? Oh. Circles. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. Fuse Man. So... Starts off yes. with these uh, right, electric, yeah. electric field generating robots that just move across the screen. Um, you know, fairly standard mm. Mega Man-ish enemy. Yeah, circles. Yeah, you know, see? <laughs> Giant enemy circles. Maybe you were right. Um, <laughs> and then and then you uh, there are literal hot spots on the ground. Yeah, good, uh, it's a good uh, conveyance there because you just walk into it. Yeah, it's conveyance via pain. <laughs> pain veins. <laughs> it's like when you're, uh, except when you're like doing fire walking, they tell you that it's fire walking initially so you can mentally right, prepare. Right. This is yeah. like if they fire, like you went fire walking, but they were like, no, it's fine. <laughs> he's he's going to find out that he's going fire walking, whether he <laughs> likes it or not. It's like, this looks hot. It's like, nah, don't worry about it, man. Just step on it. See how it feels. <laughs> and yes, much to my dismay, stepping on a hot spot does not immediately get you Wi-Fi in the game. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's no, it wasn't. But I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I, I you giving that. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's pain veins. It's not the <laughs> normal kind of conveyance where you can dodge the danger, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we should come up with something like that. Like, I like the word pain veins. Pain veins. In, in the way that it's like, yeah, the, the, the situation has been conveyed to you, but not without a little bit of hurt. Right. It's like beating a, a lesson into you, so to speak. Yeah. It's like learning the hard way. Yeah, pain veins. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
We're trying to remember that for next time. Write it down. I mean, don't forget to write it down. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't said that in a while. No, we haven't, but that's that's fair. We're bringing it all back this episode. Um, As we keep moving forward, uh, there's a segmented forward momentum section featuring laser traps and the electric robots from earlier. So they're kind of just layering on like very slowly the uh, mm-hmm. difficulty here because before it was just the lasers or the robots. Now it's the robots and these laser traps. Um, and if you're paying attention, you notice that the only time the laser beams are on is when they're on a hotspot. Ooh. So keen eye for detail pays off mm-hmm. here. That, and, yeah, it's a good, and that, it's a good and that, catch there. Exactly, and that may help you later. So it's important to keep an eye out for things like that. Um, yeah. So as you keep moving forward here, there's a little bit just a straightforward uh, platforming section, not much to talk about. But yeah. it does lead into this uh, laser grid force field area. I don't quite know what to call it. Yeah, laser grid. Yeah, thing. I mean, laser it's... Grid. It's what it is. Um, like, uh, you know, those movies. Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Mission Impossibles. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Tron for a second. Tron? Yeah. Do they have laser grids in them? Uh, well, like, they have lasers in there. It's probably right. a section where there are grids with lasers. Yeah, but not like, like painful death lasers. Well, unless you're talking about the lasers from that motorcycle chase scene. Those uh, just become walls. Remember. Right, right. That's like very the, painful. Like the standard Tron thing. Mm-hmm. But, so for this section, though, it's a bit of a weird area. Because they're, they're, they introduced the concept of this laser grid initially in that standard platforming section, but not to the point where you really get to analyze it. Right. Um, but here, the layout of this particular area is odd. Um, cause normally what I would expect is them to kind of force you to a point where, uh, you can start platforming, like, uh, after you've had a moment to take in what's going on uh-huh. with, you know, that feeling of moving forward while at the same time being safe and having a, a time to, uh, take in your surroundings and understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, but the way that this particular area is set up, it, you don't actually have to do that. They allow you to just kind of jump right into it. Right. So it's not forced conveyance in the way that some of the other levels are. You kind of just need to take the time on your own to actually stop. Right, 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 right. You have to, like, just stop and, like, look at what's going on. Exactly. Consciously. It's not forcing you to pay attention to it. It's kind of gently urging you to, which seems (laughs) odd because most of the other times they want to convey a a mechanic or an enemy tactic to you. They kind of force it on you. Right. In the the way that the game, the area sections are designed. Yeah. But this one, it's not because you could just jump up into the laser grid area as soon as you enter the area, which Mm -hmm. would lead to... Not conveyance, but again, pain veins. Right. So it's at your own risk. Exactly. So it's an interesting dynamic there where they're kind mm-hmm. of eschewing their normal game design principles for this uh, more open 
this more open platforming area. Yeah. Which I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it's fine. It's like it's cool not, for like a like a level. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad in any way. It's just like it's like a B, like a B plus out of like yeah. instead of an A. Okay. Like cause there is a way right. to go through it and be like in the normal way that I expect you to go. Like you uh, slide underneath some pipes and then you're in the spot where I would expect you to normally start. Because you yeah. would actually, through sliding underneath those pipes, you have a second to take in how the laser grids work, and then you can plan your attack. Yeah. So, it's like nearly there, but it just seems like a bit of an odd design choice. Yeah. I I see what you mean. Just be, I mean, like, if this was in any other game, I would have absolutely no problem with it. But the problem is that they've set a precedent of very, mm-hmm. very good conveyance sections. Where it's like absolutely perfect. They they force you into a situation where you have to understand the situation around you. Right. But this, this one doesn't like, quite do that. It's more like an analytical thing, you know? Exactly. You just have to look at it like a puzzle or something. Exactly. But the problem is with like an action platformer like this, the player instinctively wants to keep moving right. forward. Yeah. So they're not really going... It's not really that not type the, of game. Exactly. They're not in the frame of mind to, like, stop and think. They're going yeah. to, like... You have to kind of trick them into stopping and thinking by yeah. making that buffer area that they normally do. Right. Yeah, 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 Which is why I think this is kind of, like... It's fine. If any other game was doing it, it's fine. Because they probably don't have the same kind of acumen in creating that, which is fine. But you've had such precedent up to this point with Mega Man 11 that I would expect a little better. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, again, if you did happen to stop and analytically look at it, you again get reinforced. You reinforce the idea that these hotspots power these lasers. But not only that, the hotspots power the lasers, which power the laser grids. Ooh. So you're seeing how things are layering on top of each other. It starts with just a hotspot and then a hotspot with a laser. And then a hotspot with a laser leading into the laser grid. Right. So you kind of see how all these elements interact. It's a system. It is. It's like an actual electrical system. Yeah. It's like when fuses interact to, you know, make electricity run through them. Yeah. It's almost like... Look at that (laughs) shit! High school knowledge coming back to bite you in the ass. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, but holy, okay, we're at 10 minutes in. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. Um, there's an upward, uh, upward climbing section here, which tests your ability to maneuver through those laser traps from the beginnings. Again, it's like they showed you how to interact with the laser grids. So you move through with them as opposed to getting hurt by running through it. And this is taking that design to the next level by adding in more platforming more nuanced laser grid designs more areas that you need to you know actually pay attention to how they interact with the environment uh i find that like the speed gear would be totally useful for this level that's the thing it's very it's actually a very astute observation the speed gear is probably the best thing that you can use in here because yeah. a lot of it is based on, as we've learned, it's all on timing. 
Yeah. So it's the timing of when the laser hits the hotspot, the timing of when the laser hits the laser grid. It's all right. about timing. And if you can disrupt that timing by using the speed gear and actually giving yourself that advantage, you're able to move through with relative ease. Yeah. So it's just another reason to not forget, like, hey, man, you have the double gear system. Don't forget about that shit. Yeah. Because I tend to forget sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Mega Man. It's like the first time you have this kind of ability. You know? that, that's the thing. We've drilled. They've drilled it into our heads that the things Mega Man, Mega Man Classic can do is jump and shoot and yeah. slide. But this is a new thing. So if they keep this and move it forward into like Mega Man 18, like we were talking about, then I could yeah. definitely see this being like a secondhand, uh, or sorry, right. like a second nature kind of thing. Right, right, right. And then as we keep moving forward here, um, you know what's something I want to talk about just quickly, but we never really touch on it because okay. we just you just we just run through it. But it's I think it's important, and we never talk about it. It's Dude. just, it's areas with just nothing in them. Okay, I noticed that, and I'm like, why? So, it was, like, specifically more noticeable this level. They, like, had more of those. That's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot, it's a lot more noticeable here. Um, but it happens in every stage, if Is we're it paying attention. Stage? Yeah, it's not in the same spots, but right. they always have these rest areas so to speak yeah what's the it, deal with that i think it's because the rest areas normally come after a very hard section uh-huh. so it's kind of like to decompress okay. before the next section yeah okay because if it was constant hard it's, difficulty yeah. you would kind of get burnt out right it's forcing you to take a break exactly and and, and the way that the stages are segmented they're each their own little area so right. every time you move on, it feels like you accomplished something. Yeah. You know, like you get through a platforming section and then you transition into the next area. That feels like you have progressed. Right. So it's like many levels in each level. Exactly. And by having it with hard platforming uh, section and then right after that, you have low key rest area. It gives you that moment of like okay, I'm going to just scale it back here. I made it through, and then now I'm resetting, and I'm ready to keep going. Because yeah. what, what they normally do, they don't hit you with hard, easy, and then hard again. They they reset it. It goes from, like, hard, rest, and then back to, like, easy or medium. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, I like that observation, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, because it, it helps your brain mentally reset so you yeah. don't get burnt out. It also, like, allows you to just, if you're, it's, like, right after a super hard spot part, mm-hmm. it allows you to just, like, enjoy the level, just, like, the background and just, like, walking. Exactly. You know? They usually have something interesting going on in the backgrounds there, so you have that moment of clarity just to actually take in the other parts of the game that you may not have been paying attention to. Maybe even just pay attention to the music. Maybe you haven't even been paying attention to that. Right. So you have this rest area, which gives a lot of other reasons to take a break. Or a lot of benefits, sorry, benefits to taking a break. So, yeah, I don't think we talked about it really at all, but I feel like it's a very important part of a platform level. Yeah, I like it. 
Actually, you know what? In the vein of rest areas, let's take a quick break. Paul, Whoa. can you put on some like rest rest music? <sighs> no, don't pee in the rest area, Joey. Stepped in it. Uh, yeah, my bad. I couldn't hold it in. That's fine. I mean, it is a rest area, but I didn't mean rest your bladder. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. Anyway, the thing you could have peed on was this mini boss here. It's just a power generator. That might yeah, have helped like, us. What's the deal with that? I don't know. But first off, the design of the of the mini boss looks, is looks weird to me. Yeah. I find that, like, a lot of the mini-bosses are kind of weird like that. It looks like, um, like an unintentional... So, actually, I looked it up, and this is verbatim what it says in the database article about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has an unintended reggae master look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not joking. That, that I, is true. It's the sunglasses. It's the sunglasses and, and the, beanie. the the beanie and the hair, the like uh, yeah the hair oh yeah the sure. power generator hair. Anyway, so it uses these laser traps to force the player to maneuver around because it can't move. It's a power generator, so so many lasers. What it does is just shoot you with tons of lasers. But um, you what would you think a power generator's weakness would be? Bucket of uh, water, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Big baseball bat. Maybe a rubber. Maybe, maybe a giant fucking rubber ball. <laughs> because that's what it is. It's how how is that? Can okay. conduct electricity. Haven't you seen Pokemon? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because giant bouncy balls are definitely... <laughs> giant rubber bouncy balls are the things that should be thrown at... Uh, Power generators. Exactly. I remember when I was a kid and I had a kickball and then I punted that shit at the power generator and it blew up my school. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> oh, it was fun. But I mean, why did they keep dangerous rubber balls around power generators? <laughs> Just for kids to kick around willy-nilly? Did they That's... know that that could blow up power generators? I know. Like, it's so un safe so unsafe anyway you end up being the power generator and it explodes um but you keep moving on here and we have a repeat of the laser grid from earlier but oh yeah remember how we had a problem with the first one the, this fixes the, the first one 
Yeah, the first the first uh, laser grid area where it wasn't mm. conveyed as well. Right, right. This fixes that problem by doing one simple difference. It makes it so you're not able to jump up in the beginning. <laughs> so it forces you to go through the pipe segment right. to actually see how it interacts this time. Did exactly. we put? Did we reverse these? Was this supposed to be first? I don't know. And the other one was supposed to be second. Ooh, interesting. It feels like those are out of order. Because if you have this first area first, then the precedent is set, and then you can have them skip it because they've already in- interacted with it. Right. So it feels like that's backwards. Hmm. Or maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, th- it feels like that's how that should progression-wise be, because the concept's conveyed. And once uh-huh. it's conveyed, you don't have to reconvey it. So right. you can just have them like, oh, they know it now. It's fine. Just let them jump through yeah. it. Either way, <laughs> they at least got it right the second time. Yeah. Um, and then you keep moving through here. There's a final climb area that focuses, again, on these crisscrossing laser beams and upward platforming. So there's just a shit ton of lasers. Just uh, the, most of the like difficulties of lasers. In exactly. Level. There's not really many enemies. No, it really is just environmental hazards. Yeah. Um, and again, I hope you've been paying attention to the fact that, you know, the laser beams only work on those hot spots. So mm-hmm. pay attention to when it's on hot spots. Um, but as we move through this platforming area, I think it leads us straight into the boss. So unless there's anything in particular that we missed. Jerem! Hey, we missed Jerem! Yeah! Long time no see, buddy. Yeah, it has been a while, hasn't it? What have you been up to? Wow. I That is cool. I didn't even know that you were Wait, so you were still tra- time traveling through through the space vortex? Oh no, but your ship crashed. You had to. No way. You became king of the clarinets on the planet you crashed on? Oh no, but you, you let the power get to your head and you turned into a tyrannical despot and then they kicked you off the planet? Oh no! Wow. Wait, sorry. I I totally misinterpreted that. You just told, you just said you went down the street to get a bagel. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I, my my uh, my Jerem is a little rusty. It's been a while since we've seen you, buddy. That yeah. Sorry. That was that was my fault. That was my fault. But it's good to see you again, Jerem. Do you want to do you want to help us talk about the the boss here? Do you have a minute before you go venturing off again? Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, I think you. All right. All right. So I think he's going to help us a little bit with this fuse man talk. So Joey, let's let's yeah. lead it off here. So All right. fuse man, um, very interesting boss. Uh, yeah. Focuses way more on man. speed, right? And electricity. <laughs> yeah, and horns. That's right, Jim. That is right, and he has fuse like horns. horns. 
<laughs> you know, because, you know, they're running out of ideas for electricity-based bosses. <laughs> anyway, so, it, uh, elect, sorry, I almost called him Elegman. Um, Fuse Man <laughs> teleports around in the air to random locations, firing a single electric bolt and your direction. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. That's pretty much the only attack that he does. Um, yeah. he'll, they'll have electricity balls going around the area that right, you just need so to dodge, yeah. but otherwise yeah, it's just teleporting. Exactly. It's just more environmental hazards. Yeah. Um, granted, though, when he kicks it into high gear and uses the speed gear, uh, he uses oh, this yeah. light speed attack, which, oh my god, it's visually crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Just teleports to like three locations and immediately crashes down, creating a giant electric field where they where he crashes down. Yeah, it's very I impressive love, like, to the see. Colors. It, yeah, it looks really cool to see. Sp- um, slowed down as well. Yeah, you actually see him moving to each location and crashing down. Right. Uh, but yes, it's visually very impressive. Mm-hmm. This whole game, I found like the visuals are just amazing. They really do go above and beyond. I like the design that they've employed here. Yeah. Um, and then as we're moving into the second phase of their attack again, it's just pretty straightforward. Just double everything. So he doubles the amount of attacks that he can do. Uh, shoots two laser beams. Uh, and now the electrical balls can move anywhere on the screen. Um, again, pretty straightforward boss fight. But yeah. visually, I thought it was very impressive. Indeed. Because it makes him seem very fast with all the teleporting. Yeah. And it's not like that stupid teleporting with, uh, you know, Sting Chameleons teleporting. Ugh. Where it takes 500 hours to teleport to a different location. <laughs> uh, the 90s. Uh, at least they've figured out that my time is more valuable than that. Yeah. They've gotten better. A little bit. All right. And then you get the Scramble Thunder attack, which is pretty right. dope. Um, yeah, it's cool. Shoots a, a laser beam, a ball down onto the ground, and it follows in a wherever the ground may lead it. Yeah, pretty Similar straight to the uh, uh, the spark mandrel. Yeah, attack. pretty much. Except you don't punch the ground, right? Or no, it shoots it forward, right? This one shoots it straight down. This, this one's down or up, I think. I think it can be up to, up yeah. or down, not side yes. to side. Right. It's almost the same. It is actually pretty close, isn't it? You're right. <laughs> but yes, uh, that that because uh, Fuse Man and oh my god, we are running so low on time. Let's keep All going. Right. Take a quick break here, and then we'll get into Impact Man. Impact Man. Maybe he'll actually have some impact.
All right, Impact Man. All right, Impact Man. man. I wish this stage <laughs> had more impact. <laughs> yes, it's funny because last episode we were just talking about how enemies just like run into you, and that's their how they yeah. hurt you. This is just like a culmination of it's that. It's a thousand percent that. And not even just that. Yes. The thing that I really don't like about this stage is that it's on rails, so to speak. So okay. well, I'll explain it as we go through what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so it starts off with just literally the most uninspired enemy I've ever seen in a Mega Man game. A, a literal electric <laughs> fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, are these enemies? Like, and if they are, what? What is this even? I get that you're trying to keep with the theme of the construction yard, but like, why? Why have these? At least, yeah, at least have them shooting something at you. Yeah, they just exist. They're just in the way. <laughs> they take one hit to be destroyed, yeah. and they're just there. And the only thing that could hurt you is if you if you if you ran impact. into it if you impact <laughs> <laughs> you're right anyway yeah. so the main mechanic of what i was mentioning before is just moving platforms um yeah. most of the time what again the the recurring mechanic for this particular stage is you are on a moving platform and you cannot easily hit enemies that are throwing things at you so right. it's all about just dodging enemy fire. But this seems like, it, like again, you start off with the theme of construction site. And then the second you dive in yeah. there, the main enemy you see is a fucking rocket launching robot. Yeah. What? Like, underground. I don't get I mean, that. I get the robots with pickaxes, but like, what? Why is there a robot that shoots literal rockets at you in the construction yard what is its purpose like i get it you use dynamite to maybe clear out caves in like olden times but like what the fuck you're a giant okay. robot whose Fair. job is to drill through the earth why do you need bombs <laughs> anyway it just seems like they maybe misplaced this enemy for i don't know maybe a area that focuses on bombs and explosions maybe a maybe a stage that focuses has a robot master that starts with like blasting or explosion or you know blast man i feel like this level maybe is just uninspired and then we'll just want to throw something but there is one thing that i do really like about this stage um the welding enemy so it's an enemy that is on the ground and it literally doesn't interact with you per se, but it makes like lava spots on the floor that removes that spot as a potential area to stand on. Right. So right. it's an interesting design and concept for an enemy because if you okay. don't attack it fast enough, it could remove the entire platform for you that right. you can't stand on it anymore. Uh -huh. And if it's it does fit too. the level. So you know what? That's actually a good design, and I think that's a very uh, inspired idea. Um, but as you keep moving forward here, again, power drills are shooting now into you as you're on these moving platforms. Um, fine. It's fine. 
<laughs> and then yeah. there's just right. more standard platforming again fine um the mini boss is a fucking actual earth mover like the real life thing <laughs> <laughs> like, like the human, human actual man-made. man-made equivalent with like basically a human driver in it like the yeah. robot equivalent of a human driver yeah it's just the why what's happening with these mini bosses that are just so weird they're either ridiculous or insanely boring like <laughs> and they're all the same exact yeah size, they're very large there's no yes. small mini bosses, but anyway, like, right. like I'm lumping this in with the like mini boss and Acid Man stage, which was just a fucking vacuum, and this mm-hmm. is just a fucking Earth mover. But then you contrast that with like a g- power generator with glasses and like dreadlocks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what you put so much effort into the weirdest parts. It's like it's yeah, so designed yeah. by committee. I think their their main thing was like, look at all <laughs> yeah. like they're just having fun making like things. So, yeah, sorry, like, I didn't mean design by. I meant cool. like designed by like li- different people in completely different departments. And then they were uh, just yes. like, I made a thing. <laughs> and then they said like, here, you work on this, you work on that, and they just were like, fine, it's all together now. Okay, here we go. It just seems odd. Also, you beat the Earth Mover by dropping a ton of bricks on it. <laughs> you know, just as you do in real uh, life. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. I, this level is... The bricks are so useful. I, yeah, level. I mean, that's the also. thing. They're out of... Uh, all these enemies are out of reach for your normal weapons, but you have... Special weapons up to this point, and one of them just drops bricks very far away from you, which is perfect yeah. for taking out those it, enemies. You just exactly. turn on the you turn Impact. on the power gear and drop like sixteen bricks on them, and they're dead. Yeah, boring kills for boring <laughs> enemies. It's like in Indiana Jones when the guy is like doing the sword tricks, I know exactly and he's like. Say. Doing all this crazy shit, and then Andy just pulls out his gun and shoots him. Like, it, it's exactly that. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to bring up as soon as you said Indiana Jones. It's such an infamous scene now. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah. as we move through here again, I don't... It's another on-rail section. Again, you can't move at your own pace here. You have to follow the rail uh, and again, it's just yeah. more enemies throwing shit at you, and you just have to wait it out. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like having to wait out moving through a right. platforming area. It just It's not yeah. fun to dodge things. I think everyone agrees like, with that. If you make dodging a fun mechanic, then sure. But like dodging right. here is just jumping over it or shooting the projectile. Like if you if there was a yeah. function in it whereby like you time like a dodge button, you get some shit like a like it slows down time mm-hmm. or some shit or you get a special weapon boost every time you dodge uh, an attack, like that might make dodging more engaging. Like right. make dodging beneficial to me. 
in in the way that it's not just if you don't dodge you'll you won't you know you'll die it's like fair <laughs> enough i get that much and you but if you're gonna make the mechanic of it dodging then make dodging fun right like you're always dodging anyway but you could also move and jump and shoot now you're just exactly just when you're just dodging it kind of kills the momentum of the platforming yeah. game and if you don't and if you're not having fun dodging then you're not going to enjoy it especially if if you die after one of those long segments and you have to do that shit all over again uh they don't uh, even like let you start afterwards it's like oh you died after the very long dodging segment well fuck you time to go dodge again <laughs> there's no even like Safe no, it's there. just the save point is after the the Earth Mover, and then that's it, and then you get to the mini boss or to the actual boss. Yeah, and then on top of that, they have the gall to do it again. There's two of those death track areas. Yeah, uh. it's just I don't know, man. I think they could have done that a little bit better by just making dodging yeah. more engaging. Put in a mechanic that if you dodge enough times, you get an extra life. I don't know. Like, yeah, if you, oh, if a projectile yeah. is close enough to you, you get, like, one-eighth of a life. And if you do that eight times, you get an right. extra life. I don't know. Or, like, or like give you, like, a tank at the beginning, and then each, each dodge gets you, like, some help. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, make dodging engaging in that way, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're going to base an entire mechanic around it. um i think we guess we'll talk about impact man now yeah yeah so all those power drills that have been like trailing after you this whole time has just been impact man this entire time that was so just get trying to get yeah i think it's kind of a cool idea that uh impact man is attacking you as you're moving through the stage it's kind of a nice interactive like oh you know what i've been antagonized by the boss and now i want to fight him in his face hole yeah that's always like a cool mechanic exactly um but the boss fight itself isn't much to write home about again he'll rush into you he'll drop these rivets that you can't attack through you have to destroy before you attack him and then they got the uh, power gear, which turns into a giant fucking drill. <laughs> yeah. And then just drills into the ground. Yeah. It's basically a lot of so, impact. A lot of drilling. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of impact. And dodging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you beat the impact man and get the pile driver attack. Right. Can you tell that I was not really inspired by this stage? What? I thought this was your favorite level so far. Oh man, did I did I give that impression? Let me try that again. Oh, wait, no, fuck no. this stage. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it ends with a little fun internet backstory. Internet backstory. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Impact Man. And I just realized we didn't do an internet backstory for Elect Man, so we'll do that after this. Okay. Uh, God Fuse damn it! Me. I called him Elect Man again. Yeah. Fuse Man. Um. So, Impact Man, uh, personality-wise, 
Always on task with his assignments, Impact Man is dedicated to working as a construction robot. Even after his reprogramming, Impact Man still works diligently with his fellow construction robots. He is also a very loud and boisterous uh, personality. As for the individual Impact Brothers, so this is just an aside. Impact Man, as you saw, was made up of three individual impact machines i don't know okay yeah um which which make up impact man but they are technically three distinct robots so this is kind of like the megazord of robot masters (laughs) yeah nice so uh, let me get back so as the individual impact brothers uh kui ichiro is the leader and eldest brother who never fails to drive his point home and usually takes control when the other brothers are combined. Kuijiro, the middle brother, is indecisive and often has to ask Kuiichiro for instructions. He is also very unruly and can never be trusted to take the reins when the brothers are fused together as Impact Man. Uh, Kui Saburo, the, lo- the youngest, is the most responsible after Kuiichiro and takes charge of Impact Man if Kuiichiro is tired. He always makes time for proper maintenance, which keeps his spike spotless, shiny, and sharp. Okay. Uh, then I, I do have a data entry from uh, the gallery here. Um, a construction robot support... Uh, sorry... A construction support robot built to withstand the toughest working conditions. Impact Man mainly works on the foundations of construction projects. His body is made up of three independent pile-driving robots who call themselves the Impact Brothers, Kuiichiro, Kuijiro, and Kuisabro. He never hesitates and always rushes into action. His motto is, JUST PUSH THROUGH! So once he's accepted a job, nothing can stop him from smashing through in record time. Usually, Kui Ichiro, the oldest of the Impact Brothers, takes control when they're combined, but sometimes Kui Saburo steps in when he's worn out. Um, there we go. Let me see if there's any in-game puns about impacting. <laughs> um, well, so here we go. Um, maximum impact, and I like to spike. Oh my god. Is that even a pun? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what is a pun even anymore? Um, <laughs> although, the, one of the death cries is pretty good. I see your point! <laughs> okay. There we go. That's a, that that's one a good had pun. some impact. And... <laughs> And then I'm just going to lead right into the next internet backstory about Fuse Man. Internet backstory. Well, you can put it in the break again if you want, but you do you, man. I'm not your boss. (laughs) Um, Personality of Fuse Man. With an alert and on-edge disposition coupled by his electrifying nature, Fuse Man uses his electric-based powers to attack his opponents at lightning-fast speed. The character is also a bit of a show-off moving at speed of light to demonstrate his agile prowess after activating his speed gear. Just like the other robot masters in the game, Fuse Man enjoys making puns related to his elemental powers even before his defeat. 
As an essential part of keeping the electrical power grid in check, Fuse Man has a sense of responsibility in doing his job. He is also shown as having a liking to animals. Most specifically, his pet rabbit, Watt. <laughs> in fact, tending to his pet rabbit is the only time Fuse Man can relax, as his job requires him to be alert 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Uh, which is expanded upon in the Mega Man 11 gallery entry. Fuse Man's job is to manage and fine-tune power transforming stations. Uh, he's designed to handle a massive amounts of electrical currents, but if he ever encounters a current that's too strong to handle, the fuses on his head will blow, saving him from a critical overload. So that's why he has the fuses. All right. He's a crucial part of the city's power supply system, so he treats his job with a sense of responsibility and duty, putting speed above all else when a problem arises. Since uh, his job is since his dangerous job keeps him alert 24/7, the only time he can let caution slide and relax is when he's caring for his pet rabbit. Now they mentioned um, making puns about it, about his uh, his electrical nature. Um, so let's see some of those great quips and or puns. You scrambled my electrons. I recognize that voltage. Let's amp this up. Assault and battery. Prepare to diode. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, and then once he's done... Let's see, um, obviously shocking is one of them. Uh, Um, and then some of his cries that you can say, uh, blackout or short circuit. (laughs) Um, for a man that boasts having a lot of puns, pun game's not that strong with this dude. At least he's trying. I give, he's trying. I'll give him like a five, five out of ten. right. I mean, I think there's a lot more you could do with electrical yeah. puns. So, you know what? I'll give him an internet backstory out of internet backstory. Out of? Internet backstory? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening to Robot Masters is enough for one episode. Yeah. And we're running low on time. I wanted to thank you guys again for listening. It really means a lot that you're tuning in. If you can, if you feel like writing into us, we have an email. It's it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. Yeah. Take a look. That's the best way to get in touch with us. I have been sh- shitting the bed on social media. I'm going to be the first to admit it. Um, <laughs> Life has gotten very busy, so it's been very hard to monitor and manage that. So, okay. yeah. yeah. If any of you are social media mavens out there, feel free to reach out to us. Um, I, I just, we, I really am running low on time nowadays. But I hope that's not a problem because we'll still be doing these episodes, which is the main thing that we care about. So, either way. Thank you all for listening. Uh, oh, yes, Jerem, thank you again for being here, buddy. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Come on, let's go give him a group hug. Group hug, it's Thanks, been a while. Jerem. 
Okay. Uh, right. Je- this feels nice. This feels nice. Uh, uh, Jerem, you're not starting your teleportation <laughs> right now. Jerem, wait. Jerem, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're still attached to you. Jerem, wait. No, 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 no. we have to let go. We have to let you. Look at He's going to teleport into the space. We have to let go. Let go. Go. I can't. I'm still holding on. I can't let go. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Where did we go? I left my sandwich at home. 